0: Welcome back to the All Right Let's Talk podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about just new year, new me, right? That's the phrase we hear at this time of year. 2021 coming up and it's going to be the new year, new me, right? And so what does that actually mean? Can you be a new person? Let's talk about it. So I hear a lot of people getting like shit on basically for saying, oh, I want to change. I want to be a new year new me And everybody's like,-huh, you have all year to change. You don't need to just start just because it's January 1st. and we don't need to be a new you. like same you. like you're perfect just as you are and I get that. I get it I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. However, how about we just stop telling people what they can and cannot do? How about we stop telling people what they need to do? You know it, it doesn't make sense to me that if somebody's saying, hey, I don't like the person I am, or I don't like where I am at life, so I'm going to take this new year and be a new person, that you're going to sit there and say, huh, that's so lame. Oh, that's so cheesy. Oh, New Year's isn't really real. New Year's isn't like, it's not necessary. You can just change it any time of the year. And that's true. Absolutely, that's true. But there's just something about New Year's that people are just like, you know what? A new year, a new start, 365 days, 52 weeks. A bunch of different opportunities and I'm gonna be a different person so that when they look back and say you know December of 2020 this is where I was and now the December of 2021 this is who I am that's cool that's that's something to achieve that's something to work towards and I want to call us all out on the people that are like oh I don't need to change I'm perfect just as I am I'm like are you because there's a difference between being compliant with where you are at life and self-love there's a big difference between that of course you should love yourself for who you are at this current moment, regardless of anything else around you. But if somebody doesn't do that, and so they say, "New you're new me, I'm gonna love myself, and you're sitting there, you don't need to do that. Well, yeah, they do. They want to. Who cares? Does it hurt you? No. Your friend might then become more confident in themselves, but is that such a bad thing? It's just... You know, I, I I applaud people who can sit there and say, you know what, new year, new me, because they're calling themselves out and saying, you know what, I don't like who I am, and I'm going to change that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't like that, you know, I'm a pushover. I don't like that I'm a people pleaser. I don't like that I'm so readily available to people. So this new year, new me, I'm going to put boundaries up. People aren't going to like that around them because people who have negative responses to boundaries were the people who had too much access to them. All right? So if you start putting a boundary and saying I'm not talking about certain things with you anymore because you don't always give me a good response or I don't discuss finances with people anymore because it's none of your business or I won't pre- I won't I won't listen to you to if you're going to talk to me like that. Those are boundaries and those are healthy to have. You know, and the people that will get mad at you for having those boundaries are the people that had so much access to you because you didn't have those boundaries. You know, so when somebody's like, oh, how much do you make now at your new job? And you say, I don't discuss finances with people because it's none of their business. And the people that are like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Great. We love those people. Keep them around. But the people that are like, oh, why not? How much do you make? It couldn't be that much then. And that start automatically judging you because you say, I'm not discussing that with you. Those are people you want to watch. You know, I think it's never a bad idea to put boundaries up for people that just decrease you as a person, you know, the people that sit there and still judge people that they went to high school with, the people that sit there and still talk badly about other people. And, you know, I have to call myself on this out, out on this too, because I definitely do that. You know, we're not perfect, but, you know, really sitting there and saying, I, one of my goals for 2021 is to not listen to tolerate or acknowledge any kind of, um, issue that people are having that they're not actively working to solve. And I don't mean like, oh, my mom's sick or like, there's some things like obviously, but like very trivial things like, oh, I don't like that, you know, so-and-so is not a good friend to me. Okay, well then don't be their friend. Oh, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. Okay, then I'm not listening to that because you're you're not actively working to solve that problem. You're just making excuses. Or oh, I don't like that, uh, the way I look. I'm like, okay, so let's get healthier. Let's change your diet. Let's exercise more. And then they're like, oh, but that's a lot of effort. Okay. Then I'm not going to listen to that anymore because you're not actively working to solve the problem or it's not that big of a deal. Right. I don't, I'm not going to listen to people just sit and complain anymore this year, including myself. If there's something that I can do to fix it, I will fix it. If I can't fix it, then there's no point in giving it my energy. I can't fix COVID, so I'm not going to sit around and complain about COVID as much as I did in 2020. I did that in 2020. We've established that COVID sucks. Let's move on, you know. And it's really lighting a candle under your ass and saying, you know what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to go do the thing. I'm going to change who I am. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to put these boundaries up. I'm going to get that bag. I'm going to get the bread, whatever the trend is, term is now, and I'm going to go do it because you're the only person standing in the way of you getting what you want, you know? Okay, so yeah, you have to work eight hours a day, but there's 24 hours in a day. So what are you doing for the other time? In the hour it takes you to sit and watch a new Netflix show, you could have done an, a, a full workout and watched the Netflix show. It only takes a half hour of exercise a day to stay healthy, my guys. Like, it's, it's not difficult. We as humans complicate things to a point where then we are unmotivated to do them right? Exercising doesn't have to be hard at all. It shouldn't be hard. It should challenge you physically, yes, but it shouldn't be hard. So, you know, if you're sitting here and saying, I want to be healthier, go for a half hour walk. That's all you need to do. And if you do that consistently, you will see results. And if you say, I want to go on a half hour walk, but then you come home and you eat a full size chocolate cake, not that anybody's doing that now. So, you know, to no judgment, but it's calling you out in your bullshit kind of zone here, then you're obviously not going to see results because you're not actively making the changes that are going to benefit you. You have to start showing up as what your future self would want. Do things today that your future self would thank you for, right? So if in a year from now you want to have lost 30 pounds, well, in January you can't just be like, oh, I'll start in February, because then February you're going to be like, oh, I'll start in March. And if you keep doing that, then you're going to get to November and be like, oh, I only have eight weeks left in the year to lose 30 pounds. Let's do it. And then you get on a crash diet and those aren't good for your body. And then you get sick, right? So it's stopping the excuses when we have them. It's sitting here and saying, you know what? Um, I want to work out. Okay. So I'm going to go work out. And so you finish working for the day you get done at five and it's still light outside because it is going to get lighter the sun is going to stay out longer now. All right. Or even on your lunch break, you know, you have an hour lunch and we're all working from home basically. So you say, you know what, I'm going to go for a half hour walk. And then you start hearing the voice in your head. That's like, Oh no, it's too cold. I'm too tired. I want to nap. I worked really hard this morning. Blah blah, blah, blah. That's when you sit there in your brain. You say, no, yeah, we are tired, but you know, it's going to help endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. alwoods woods. And so you go on your walk. And it's 30 minutes and you got outside, you got fresh air, you started moving. You know, I I saw this quote earlier this year and it's really motivated me. Actually, it's, it's, you're really going to sit there and spend eight hours putting in all this work for somebody else to make money and then not go and do something for yourself, right? We need to get out of this mentality of self-care is sitting on my couch, watching Netflix. Self-care is doing a face mask and buy online shopping. That's not self-care. That's self-indulgent. Self care is saying, I want to live in a cleaner house, so I'm going to clean my house. I am feeling really down today and I haven't done the dishes in a while, so I'm going to do the dishes. Self care is taking care of yourself in order to prosper and live, it's not shopping. If, if, however, you haven't gone shopping in a few months and you need new clothes because all of yours are dirty and gross, then yeah, that might be shopping. Shopping might be a form of self-care. But the fake self-care and the real self-care are very different from each other. And I want us to stop kidding ourselves and sitting here and saying, yeah, I just bought a photo package so that my Instagrams can look better. How about we start getting happier with how we look so we don't need filters to go on our Instagram photos? And I'll call myself out on that one, too. I put filters all over my stuff right and but there's a difference between filtering it because you don't like how you look and filtering it because it's more photogenically, ple- photogenically pleasing aesthetically pleasing whatever <laughs> right but even then do we really need to have an instagram aesthetic is it really so important in the end of the, at the grand scheme of things in our life you know so i want to challenge us all for this new year new me calling ourselves out on our bullshit calling ourselves out on where we are standing in our own way you know i was listening to an episode of Oprah's Super Soul Sunday with Brene Brown and they were talking about shame and everything like that and she was really big on not talking like your negative self-talk and how you talk about yourself and also not talking about other people that way right and this is something I've been learning over the past few years too is when you start talking to yourself Negatively, so you look in the mirror and you say, Oh, I'm so fat, or I'm disgusting looking, or my hair is gross, or I'm not pretty, or you mess up at your work and I'm like, I am so stupid. How could I have done that? That's a stupid mistake to make. I'm a terrible person. I'm a bad employee. They're gonna fire me. Wow, that's a lot to carry. That's a lot to tell yourself to carry. And that's would you if if. One of your coworkers messed up and did the same exact thing. Would you go up to them and say, you're so stupid. You're so uninformed. How could you have made a mistake like that? You're going to get fired. Like, would you do that to somebody else? Most of us would probably say no, I'd hope. And so then I sit there and I'm like, why would we say it to ourselves? You know, that's what Bernay was talking about is, you know, shame and shaming ourselves or just acknowledging that we're human, right? So okay, yeah, you messed up at work. It happens. People mess up. Okay, so what are you going to do to fix that? You know, it's it's not sitting there and sitting in that shame and sitting there and saying, I'm a terrible person. I'm a bad employee. They're going to fire me. It's taking that and saying, no, 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 we're not going to think that. We're going to think I'm human. People make mistakes. I'm allowed to make mistakes because I'm not perfect and I don't need to be perfect. And if we start living life with allowing ourselves to just be as we are, Our lives become fuller and less hard. We make life hard for ourselves unnecessarily. And the other day I was having a very bad mental health day where I was just being so judgmental, so hard on myself. I was tearing myself down and it wasn't, it wasn't good. And I stopped myself and I started saying, you know what, Alyssa, it's a bad day. Take a few deep breaths. Let's find some good things to think about. What are some five positive things that have happened today? And it completely changed the way I went through the rest of the day. So it's, it's, we need to become more aware of when we're talking so negatively about ourselves and our world around us. And if we move forward in a purposeful, intentional, positiveness with our lives, like if we just go forward and start thinking more positively, I guarantee that our world will become more positive. Guaranteed. I will, I will die on that hill. You know, that the power of self-think and the power of believing in yourself and the power of positivity is such a, for a, such a strong force on this earth that I'm shocked that more people don't do it. You know, and so the people that are sitting there, you, you know, you're going out into your new year, new meet. 2021 is going to be your year. All right, cool. Let's do it. What are we going to do this year that's actually going to make it our year? Are we going to sit around and do the same thing we did last year and then feel bad about it and then start talking badly about ourselves to ourselves? No, I hope not. Because we're going to change that, right? We're going to make those financial moves that we want to. We're going to start budgeting. We're going to start grocery shopping and eating healthier and getting outside and appreciating life for what we have. We're going to grow mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I mean, What people are failing to realize that it took me, how old am I, 24? It took me 24 years to realize, right? I mean, since birth till now, and I'm just realizing this. So I'm right here with y'all, that you can't fix one area without fixing every area, right? So you can't just get all this financial wealth because great, you have all this money, but you're still unhappy with how you look. You're still unhappy emotionally. You're still not in a good place mentally and you're still not in a good place spiritually, right? So, okay, cool. You fix your physical, you fix how you look. You're still not happy. Your mental health is still not okay. You can't afford rerent. rent. Your emotions are all over the place and you're still not in check spiritually. You have to fix them all. And personally, I think it starts with mental and spiritual. And emotional, those are the big three that you really should start with. The rest will follow. So, you get right with God, you get right with the spirits that you believe in, whatever your religion is. I'm Christian, so I believe you get right with God, you get good with life. All right, and you start building a relationship of values, of, of morals, of things that you believe in and that you will stick to until you die. And then you start working on your mental health. And so, your mental health says, I am feeling run down. What's going to make me feel better? A walk. Oh, great. Walks make you feel better mentally. Cool. They also help you physically. So that means you get to go out for a walk and get physical exercise and your mental health increases. Fantastic. Spiritual health. Okay. I want to join a church. So you go to church. You see, there's a singles group. Oh, that's fantastic. I can talk about things that are going on in my dating life that I'm not okay with, that I don't like. That helps you emotionally. You see how they're all connected. And then financially... You know, you start making those moves and saying, you know what, it's important for me to be physically fit. I'm going to stop buying takeout. I'm going to save my money from takeout and put that $20 a week that I used for Postmates or whatever delivery service you had, and I'm going to spend that on a gym membership right? So then financially, you start looking and saying, I don't need to be spending all this money because I don't have time to spend it because I'm working on myself physically. I'm in my groups from church or my friend groups. Uh, My friends and I are cooking at home more instead of eating out more and you get better financially, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Those are the big five that you really just, I think people need to constantly be looking at and saying, where can I grow more? But I also think that there needs to be a time where you sit there and you say, you know what? Good for me. I grew in these places. Pause, take a deep breath, and it's, it's trying to balance working on yourself, but not viewing yourself as a project that needs to be fixed. And that's the key. You're not broken. You're not a mistake. You're not, you know, unquote, unquote, fixable. You just are. And right now at 24, 17, 49, however old you are listening to it, that's who you are. Your entire life has led you up to this moment. Kudos, congratulations. Your body, whatever it looks like, has carried you through a pandemic, through whatever your life is at. Some of the worst days of your life, you survived. And some of the best ones are still yet to come. So allow yourself to just be. But if you're sitting here and me just being me is me being depressed, what can I do to adjust that so I don't have to be depressed? If me just being me is being unhealthfully overweight to the point where it's hindering my life and threatening my life what can i do to physically change that if you know me being me is i'm a shopaholic and i cover up all of my pain and i don't feel emotionally so i spend all my money just to distract myself what can i do maybe instead of going shopping i get a therapist you know and then there it is again emotional and financial together right so Allowing yourself to accept that this is who you are and just being, and if there are parts of you that you don't like, you don't sit there and shame them and say, I hate you, go away. You allow yourself to say, you know what? I am this way because of maybe something that happened in my past or because I haven't been taking my care, care of myself in this area. And that's okay. I'm aware of it now and I'm going to do something about it. But if you sit there and you're like, I hate that I'm so judgmental, I'm a terrible person and nobody would want to be my friend. Okay, cool. You're judging yourself. That's not helpful. That's not helping anybody. That's just you sitting there and ruminating in the thing that you don't like about yourself and telling yourself you don't like about it by doing it to yourself. So if you say, I don't like being so judgmental, maybe thinking about why you are so judgmental. When did you start becoming so judgmental? Why do you feel like you can judge people? Maybe that requires you to see a therapist, a counselor, a mentor, a life coach, whoever it is. Maybe that says, you know, I need to start writing down every moment that... I make a judgment about myself or others. And then you can see how often it's happening in your day. And then you can say, oh, well, what was happening before that? Oh, I got a call from work that there was an error I needed to be fixed. And then I started judging people or myself or somebody cut me off in traffic. And so I started judging them as a person instead of just saying, oh, that was a stupid thing for them to do. That was annoying. Move on. Right. We allow ourselves to take in the energy of the world around us and we perceive it in a certain way. And Brene Brown talks about this again, it's the story you tell yourself, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic, and you're like, they're an asshole, they're a terrible person, how dare they cut me off? Maybe they just didn't see you? Maybe they had something really important they needed to get into your lane for? You know, we don't know the actual story, there's your story, there's their story, and then there's the truth. And I think instead of focusing on being righteous, self-righteousness, and I have to be correct, and I'm, and, and... You know, putting on this facade of I'm better, I'm better, I'm better than I actually am. And allowing yourself to just be and say, yeah, I had a bad day today. That's cool. Tomorrow's going to be better. And just accepting what is and challenging yourself to work on the things that you want to fix. I think in our world and us as humans, will get into such a better place in life. You know, I I encourage you all to sit there, and it's hard work. It's hard work. I'm not saying that this is easy, super simple, like anybody can do it. I think anybody can do it, but you have to want to do the work, and it's not going to be done by the end of 2021. This is a lifelong project. You know, so great you got your finances in check, but now you got to work emotions. So you get your emotions in check. Financial slips a little bit. That's okay. We'll we'll get it back up there. You're never going to have all five functioning at the same high level, at all times, because then it's not you know, work on yourself, then it's just work. So, you know, if you're a tired mom and you're saying, I need a break, you have to prioritize then taking a break and that doesn't make you a bad mom. And if you think that you taking 15 minutes to sit and read a book by yourself makes you a bad mom, then we got to work on, you know, that self-image that you have of what is a good mom. Because if you don't like that, you're stressed out, high strung, don't get enough sleep, and you're yelling at your kids all the time, well, that's not working. So, what's going to make you not be that person? Oh, I need 20 minutes by myself. How will I get that 20 minutes? I have to ask my spouse, my partner, somebody to watch my children so that I can go do this recharge and then come back and be a better mom. If you're a student and your grades are slipping, you're like, I don't like that my grades are slipping, you know, okay. So our grades are slipping, go to your office hours, talk to your professors, see if there's extra credit you can do, study, get a study group together, take really good notes, ask more questions. Nobody, oh my gosh, I am a person that asks sometimes too many questions, but I can guarantee you if I ask 10 questions, at least seven of them are actually good questions that other people had. So it's, so it's being held accountable for the things that we want to change in our life and being the person to go make the change. Let's stop waiting for people to do it for us, right? Let's stop waiting for people to encourage us or waiting for people to be on our level so that we can do it together. Like, just do it. Lose the weight. Read the books. Get the education. Fix your finances. Get the spiritual growth. And go do it. The only person that is stopping you from doing it is Yourself. There are things that are standing in your way, sure, definitely, but you're letting them be in your way. And it's being held accountable and responsible for our lives. Let's stop living on autopilot and let's start actually actively being present in our lives. And this is what I hope when you're doing your resolutions, you know, I always try to pick one from each of those five finances physical fitness, mental health, emotional health, and spiritual health. At least I have five things written down. I usually try to do a list of 15 to 20 things. I'm not saying you have to do 15 to 20. You could do five, you could do one, you could do 30. I don't care. Make a vision board if you want, if lists don't work for you. I'm doing both this year. But sitting there and saying, in, you know, five years from now, 2025, let's say, who do I want to be as a person? okay, I want to be an early riser. I want to be married with two kids. I want to have this house. I want to be debt-free. I want to be able to go on vacations every five years, like big vacations. What do you have to start doing now to make sure that that happens, right? That's not going to happen by the end of 2021. And if it does, kudos to you. But if you want to be in a serious committed relationship and every relationship you've had in the past has failed well maybe let's start looking at yourself and what patterns you're seeing and what lessons you still need to learn and adjust and fix so that you can be in a committed relationship maybe you need to work on communication or commitment or trust or whatever it is honesty i don't know if you want to be able to afford vacations well maybe you don't need to order the newest jacket every five months or the newest purse or a Louis Vuitton or Gucci maybe you can say you know I'm going to hold off I'm going to go to my bank I'm going to start a vacation fund and I'm going to put money away instead of buying all these things so that I can go to Europe in two years or three years you know you want a promotion at work okay well what do I need to start doing now am I even able to get a promotion would I be considered for a promotion what's required for a promotion and having those meetings with your manager, talking to your coworkers, networking and marketing yourself out there and saying, this is what I'm after. This is what I want to do and I'm going to get it somehow and either you're going to help me or you're not, but I'm going to get it. You know, it's it's being assertive for ourselves. It's standing up for ourselves. It's creating boundaries. It's, it's protecting our peace and our who we are as a person. Because the longest relationship you'll ever have is with who you are. And I'm a Christian, so I think with God as well. But I didn't start believing in God until I was 19, so I already had a good 19 years in with me before even I had a relationship with God. So even then, the longest relationship you'll have is with yourself. And if at the end of the day you can't go to bed and say, I like myself as I am, and I accept myself as I am wholly unconditionally right now as I am as a person, then we got some work to do. And I will gladly help you because I'm on that journey right now too. Right, it's not easy. It's not fun at times. It's really hard to recorrect how your thinking and behavioral patterns are, but it it works. There's. I was looking back at myself in twenty nineteen, Twenty nineteen December, Alyssa was unhappy, unsure, unfulfilled, and just finding any distraction to distract herself from not having what she wanted in life and not even knowing how to get what she wanted in life. December 2020, Alyssa started a podcast. I wanted to run a 5K this year. That didn't happen, but I learned how to do push-ups instead. so that's fun. I read the whole Bible in a year. I grew spiritually. I started budgeting. I grew financially. I made financial goals of things I wanted to save up to, and I saved up to them and surpassed that, right? So it's important to make those goals, but make them attainable also. Don't make them so big. Don't be like, I want to... You know, and sometimes my goals got so big, like the 5K. I wasn't going to run a 5K in a year. Who was I kidding? Right? And so don't make them so big that you get discouraged and then you don't go after them. But my, is a 5K on something I want to do in this decade? Absolutely it is. By 2030, I want to have run a 5K. Okay, that's pretty doable in what, now nine years? I hope I can do that in nine years. You know, So it's making tangible goals that we can break down into smaller steps so that we can do them and accomplish them because it's about having a big picture and then taking each year as another step towards that big picture. So if you want to live to be 104, you got to stay taking care of yourself now. You know, if, if you want to have a big close family, you got to start working on your family orientated values. And what do you value out of family? If you want to you know, fix certain relations with the people. You got to start working through some of that stuff. If you want to be better at communicating or if you want to get better at talking in public, take some classes. Take a master class online. Join a Toastmasters. I don't know. But do those things. Show up for yourself because you're the only person that's going to show up for you. Nobody else will. Show up for yourself and move in peace move in silence. I don't like the whole move in silence don't tell anybody what you're doing because sometimes you need to for accountability partners but move in peace don't force it and don't judge where somebody else is on a journey versus where you are okay so somebody else is starting a health journey and you've been on one for three years your health is different than their health they might lose the 20 pounds in three months and you've been losing 20 pounds for the past four years but that's not something to compare Because while they're losing 20 pounds, and you're losing 20 pounds, you've probably gained mental health, emotional health, spiritual and financial, and they've lost 20 pounds. Because you don't know what's going on with them. Right? So it's, it's focus on you focus on your lane, the whole stay in your lane thing, stay in your lane, stop looking at what everybody else is doing, and just focus on what you're doing and everything else will fall into place. I promise you it will. You know, if you, if you don't like how your friends are treating you, maybe get new friends, set up more boundaries. If you don't have any friends, maybe start putting yourself out there to get friends. There are always things and solutions to every problem that we have. It sometimes takes a little bit longer for us to figure them out, but we will figure them out. Maybe not in the timing that we want or when we want or how we want, but we'll figure it out and you'll be okay. And so I want to challenge you guys for this upcoming year to really make a list of things you want to accomplish in five years, ten years, and in this year. You know, it's always helped me. I'm a very type A brain, so that's what helps me. If not, make a vision board. If you're artsy, write some things down. And it really does work. You know, having, and I post my list in my room. So every day when I'm getting ready, I can see this is the things that I want to accomplish and I can hold myself accountable for them. So I encourage you all to post at least five goals financial physical emotional mental and spiritual at least five things that you want to accomplish in 2021 and then make a bigger list of things you want to accomplish by the time i don't know i'm turning 25 in 2021 so by the time i'm 30 here's things that i want to accomplish in the next five years and do them and be proud of yourself for doing them and and recognize the hard work when you're doing the hard work it's hard when you're in the middle of it to recognize it but take time. To allow yourself to just be and recognize, I'm working really hard. And be proud of that. And be proud of that. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of where you came from. Be proud of where you're going. And I will definitely be talking to you guys in 2021. I wish you all a happy and safe New Year's. Let's make some goals. Let's make some moves. Let's make some changes. Season two is going to come with some new topics, maybe some guests, some fun, a little more chaotic energy, a little more calm energy, all of the good things. All right, have a great new year and I'll talk to you next time.